How will you use this time? Welcome to the Your Bold Life podcast. I'm Val Selby and I'm an empowerment coach to women over 40. I take a stand that it's time for you to take your turn in life. So man, oh, where do we even start? We are in such a tough time right now. It's hard to be positive when so much yuck is being thrown at us online and off. I had some other things scheduled for the podcast today and every time that I went to them and was listening to them and doing the editing it just was it was just not what I wanted to bring to you today Um, everything just got everything that I have ready to go and, and was actually even scheduled was just too heavy for for right this minute um, so I got on last night, did my podcast, recorded it, um, got my glass of wine. Uh, I'm trying to personally even just unwind some. And so that's what I really want to talk about today is what if you looked at this time as a gift? Now, I'm not saying, you know, a gift as in we wished we got it. Hell no. Um, But whether you're stuck going to work still or forced to stay home, that choice is out of your hands if you're a responsible person. Um, You know, those those of you that still have to go to work or still are able to go to work, um, which is another amazing thing. I'm really happy right now that my son is still able to go to work because he needs that paycheck. but there's plenty of pl- plenty of you out there right now that are staying home because it's the responsible thing to do, even though you need the money. Um, so if you're staying home, how are you using your time? I would really like to look at how many ways you can make this time kick ass. You can start off with that freaking to-do list, right? So we've got this whole to-do list. We're always too busy to knock these projects out, right? That's constantly what we're saying. We don't have time. We don't have time. We don't have time. Now's the time. Painting, crafting, gardening, organizing. Consider how much stuff you can go through and purge. I think it's funny because if you start purging and going through things, you might even find another room in your house that becomes usable. And I say that because I've done that. (laughs) When we put the house on the market last year, we had a four bedroom house. That fourth bedroom was never usable. I think I could count the amount of times that I could actually use that fourth bedroom, which was supposed to be my craft room and had shelves and a giant counter and a lot of amazing things in it, I bet I can count on one hand how many times the place was cleaned up enough and stayed that way for me to actually use it for crafting. It just turned into that junk room that was just obnoxious. So what if you start going around the house and figuring out these things that are driving you crazy? Like, for example, for me right now, we are in... Yes, the newer to us house, there's storage everywhere, but it's still not configured the way that's working for me very well. I have a closet that's a hot mess. 
and there's not stuff falling out of it, but it's mostly unusable because I haven't taken the time to organize it. And I have the baskets and such. I just, I need to go through and I need to purge some of those things. I bet if I go in there and count how many towels I have, we would easily have over 20. With the kids going back and forth to college and leaving some of this stuff here and just the years of stuff and keeping all of those beach towels because every summer how many you need you needed like four beach towels per child right because they're constantly going to get them dirty and i still have so much of that i do not need 20 plus towels for two adults and two dogs that like to get money I don't. So that's that's definitely coming up on my list is to start going through some of these places and purging them. I'm making them usable space. Make it so that when I open up my cupboard, my uh, closet, I look in there and I'm like, oh, great. Look, at, I can find exactly what I'm looking for right now. When I put the towels away, I don't have to stand up on my tippy toes and just kind of give them a toss up to the top, <laughs> especially when those are the ones we use every day, the expensive towels. <laughs> of nice fluffy towels literally jumping up and throwing them on the top um, and hoping that everything doesn't fall down it's ridiculous this is a time that that those projects can absolutely get done so take a look at all of those things that have been on your to-do list um, you know how many of you have the paint even that you've been waiting to do a a um a DIY project on a piece of furniture and the furniture's been sitting there. You have all the paint. You've got, what, $50, $60 in freaking chalk paint sitting there waiting to be used, right? Now's the time. Do that project. It's going to be so awesome when you get that project done and you can post it and share it with everybody. But the thing I really want to try and help you focus on is right now you're being tested by everything around you. Anxiety's high, things are out of our control, and I know for me personally, I become a bitch when I have zero control, to be honest. I want my entire family in my house now so I can mama the hell out of them. I want my hubby not to have to go to work and deal with the sick people. I don't want the worry that he's going to be bringing the sickness home with him and making me sick because I'm the one with the allergies and the asthma. He's the one with the much better immune system. Um, so yuck, right? I can't keep any of them safe and I've been trying to deal with that. I realize that it's an issue, and I know a lot of women are having the same issue. Uh, you know, we, we just, we're in so many unknowns, and it's taking longer than normal for me to work through this, and that's bothering me as well, because I have been able to work through so much other stuff, and so much quicker, that for this to be bothering me for weeks, uh, is really starting to weigh on me. So I'm really, really, really going to start seeing how I can manage it better so that I don't make myself sick. And what if you did the same? What if you focus on things that you can control? What if you looked at your relationships and see if you need better boundaries to be happier? 
and you figured out which ones are the relationships that are working really well and figured out how you can strengthen strengthen those kick-ass ones. Doesn't always have to be about negative for boundaries, right? So what if you found that those relationships that you really want, that are really great, how can you figure out to make those relationships even better? Um, even go so far as to look into the future and try and plan something together. You know, it's always awesome to have that that thing that you are looking forward to. Uh, for example, even with the isolation stuff, I'm hoping by the end of May we should still be able to go on our fishing trip with. Uh, my mother-in-law and stepfather-in-law because we've got our own cabin um, we'll bring our own food you know if it goes that far out even um, you know I'm sure they'll have takeout at that little restaurant that's there it's an unplugged you're at the lake there's not very many people usually there well because when we go it's usually during school time which of course may or may not be but anyways um that's something that's i'm looking forward to it's a relationship builder with my in-laws and it's an event that we've been planning for months and months and months so we're super excited about it so that's a positive thing that i can start focusing on right you could work on figuring out what your dammits are and why you can and should like them. So if you're new to your Bold Life podcast, dammits are those things that make you, you. So a lot of people get stuck on the fact that they're not unique and you're wrong and you're right. So there are only so many personality traits in the world, of course. And there's only so many different configurations of those personality traits. But the things that make you uniquely you are the fact that you have these personality traits and you have your past experiences that you bring to the table as well. And nobody else can have those. You're the only one that has gone through your life in your shoes with your personality traits. So those personality traits that make you, you are things like I, for example, some of mine are that I'm a sharer, uh, which has led me to the podcast and blogging and coaching and all of that, sharing my experiences. That's one of my dammits for sure. I talk too much, according to many people in my life. However, that works out perfect for a podcast, for volunteering and helping things, for speaking. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of introverts that are just like, hey, can you go talk to these people? So they're the things that make you, you. And you lean into them and figure out the good you can do with them. And there's plenty you can do about that. And I do have a workshop for that, but I'm not going into that today. <laughs> then, but, but I do want you to find out what those things are, start thinking about them, and then acknowledging things that you're doing that you don't really like and figure, figuring out a plan to make changes 
on those things that you don't really like. So for example, as I leaned into the fact that I, I am a sharer and um, that I do talk a lot, that I do like to talk, uh, that I'm loud, I lean, as I leaned into all of that, I realized that I was not an awesome listener just because I was constantly wanting to share my feelings and my opinions. So it made me a really shitty listener. And as soon as I was okay with the fact that those were good things about my personality, then I was able to see this, ah, you know what? I want to be a lot better at this. Because nobody wants to just hear you talk nonstop about everything that you feel is important and not listen. I mean, it got to the point where there was many times where I would be having a conversation and I would realize that I didn't really hear much of what they had to say because I was too busy figuring out what I was going to say when they were done talking. That's not a good listener. So I worked on it. And that was by finding my damage, I was able to figure out things that I wanted to work on. Total work in progress still, but that's the awesome thing. We're always a work in progress, so we can just keep running from it, running with it, I mean. So I'm determined I'm going to flip my switch and lessen my own anxiety. And this happens for me when I acknowledge what I can control and the choices I do have. Which is when I'm leaning into the positives that are going on in my life. Um, that helps me focus more on building more of that versus right now it's been the anxiety and all of the things that I can't control. And so I'm just tumbling on down and down and down because that's just the constant focus. So I started really focusing on all of the things that are going good. I uh, I even got onto my personal page and the the Facebook page and I asked for everybody to start sharing awesome articles that they are finding. Articles of people helping people, neighbors helping neighbors. I wanted all of that positive stuff to see that, hey, guess what? It's not all shit right now. And we're all going through it together. So why don't we stop talking about everything that we can't control? Uh, unless you're a scientist, you're really not going to be helping too much figuring out how to stop the coronavirus. So how about we focus on how we are doing good and how we can help our neighbors and how we are helping our neighbors and all of the amazing stuff that's going on. So I flipped that switch for myself because I was just, I wasn't even going to be able to be on Facebook anymore, right? Um, I made those changes. I started shuffling through people and unfollowing and unfriending people that were just uh, constant negative and false information. Um, and as soon as I started doing that, it started feeling so much better. Reading all of the good stories is helping so much, so much. So to continue on in this positive note and growth, I have set up a 15-day challenge that you can join right now. I'm calling it Spring Clean Your Attitude. This is a daily email with action steps, and it's not going to take you forever to do. But it is going to help you work on making positive changes. Uh, I want you to clean up some of that stinking thinking you might have going on right now. Um, some topics are going to be, you know, how your perspective is destroying your outlook, how worries are cluttering your perspective, like I just talked about. Um, 
why regrets have no place in your present, why being positive can make changes, and we're going to touch a little bit on boundaries. 15 days of it. One email each day, a little something to work on, a little something to grow, and this is a free challenge um, because now is the perfect time to make positive changes. If you are in isolation right now, then you have you know, 15, 20, 30 minutes to sit down and just do some reflection, some positive reflection, I should say. Um, you know, let's not just dwell on everything that's going on. So head on over to yourboldlife.com and you'll see the link to sign up. Yes, switching over to a new website. So you will start seeing everything now at yourboldlife.com. All of the podcasts are already moved over there. If you want to see the episodes before this one, it's totally free. Like I said, because I want you to come out of this isolation happier than you went into it. That's a grandiose statement, isn't it? <laughs> but it's true. It's true. What if you took this time and you did some work on yourself and you actually came out of this a happier person than when you went in because you stopped and you took the breath and you stopped and you focused on what was really important the people around you and yourself so thank you for joining me today I look forward to continuing to guide you into creating your bold life because you deserve to live as your best self